0: Welcome to Camera Ready and Able, the podcast that explores the intersection of media change and personal growth. I'm your host, Barbara barna Abel, and my calling is to help you tap into your superpowers to thrive on camera and in life, and to make an impact on the world. This episode is brought to you by the three M's, mastery, marketing, and mindset. No surprise, I am very excited to dig into this. Mastery means deep, comprehensive knowledge or skill, which is the difference between knowing how to do something and doing that something extremely well. Marketing is, if you need a reminder, the activity or business of promoting and selling products or services. And mindset, one of our favorite topics here on the podcast, is the established set of attitudes held by someone. Here to discuss all three Ms is Wendy Elaine Wright, who is a Hollywood talent manager and founder of the platform Talent Managers for Actors, the TMFA Live Actors Conference, and the Hollywood Winner's Circle Academy, the industry standard in acting business training. Wendy knows what she's talking about. She walks that talk, and you're going to love it. She coaches tens of thousands of actors around the world through her immensely popular YouTube channel, Secrets of a Hollywood Talent Manager, as well as the over 100,000 members in her Facebook group, Talent Managers for Actors. Wendy has created a proven strategy for replicating success and tours the world teaching her process at private acting studios and universities. And her process has converted hundreds of coaching clients into network series regulars, guest stars, co-stars, supporting and lead actors in feature films. Wendy, I am out of breath, but gosh, I am so excited to welcome you to the podcast. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here.
1: at <laughs> such a it's amazing. I mean, really, I'm just, I get blown away hearing all of that. Really? Have I done all that? <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> okay. Yes, you have done all that. And I can't remember how we originally met, but I, I know I some—I I spoke to your group once. Yeah. I can't even remember. It's pre-pandemic, pandemic. I yeah. don't know. But um, for everyone listening, the, it's like you span so much of the camera-ready universe because on the one hand, uh-huh. you have this proven system, which I am really excited to dig into, but also you are camera ready and able yourself. I mean, you are crushing it and making such an amazing impact on social media. Your YouTube channel has well north of a hundred thousand subscribers and your Instagram is really impactful. And that's something like I check in on all the time. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I got to talk to this woman. So here (laughs) we are. I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having me
1: and asking me, and it's, I feel honored to be a part of your world. I've always wanted to speak with you some more after you came in and talked to our actors at HWC, and I'm really happy to be here.
0: Well, thank you. I, you know, one of the things I notice is you, like me, are kind of a mantra a minute, just in terms of, um, you know, phrases and translating things into the information I need, that nugget I need to hear on mm-hmm. that day. So one, you're constantly encouraging us to continually grow. A hundred
1: percent. Listen, I mean, I don't know, this has kind of always been an overriding theme of my life all these years. Um, how can I become the better version of myself every second of the day? And of course I fail, uh, you know, as much as anybody else, but I never stop getting right back on that horse and trying to become the better version of me, uh, a kinder version, a smarter version, more efficient, more effective, more powerful, more secure, more confident, more loving. And I feel like that's the purpose of my life. And and I kind of encourage other people to, to follow that same path. It's like, figure out who you are, be clear and honest about your weaknesses or things that are holding you back from what you really want to achieve. Face that stuff head on. Overcome the things that are limiting about your thinking, about yourself, your limiting behavior in the world. And just keep pushing and striving to be the next, level of who you are, who you're capable of being, what you're, you know, giving as much as you can of yourself and becoming as much as you can of yourself before you die. <laughs> That's kind of my philosophy.
0: Well, I want to attach that or connect that to the three Ms because I'm watching you also live the three Ms. Yeah. Well, the three Ms,
1: <laughs> like you said, are very clear. I mean, you have to master whatever it is that you were working on doing and you have to then learn how to Mar- especially if you're in sales if you have a product or a package or you're- wait who's
0: not in sales who is not in sales it's a good point we are all in sales all day long i had good to really that took me a long time to come to understand that but even Teaching. trying to you know sell my i mean on a big level but even at home you're you know like i gotta sell someone on this is what we want to watch on tv tonight this is what we're streaming
1: Interesting. That's true. I mean, I guess every conversation is a sales to get what you want out of certain situations, even with people or relationships or anywhere you're living your life. So good point. I didn't think like that.
0: Right. So that's why it's a big point only because for many of us who are creatives, the sales side is often can be uncomfortable. We might come into it feeling like it's icky. And so I'd love to dive into that a little bit because jumping ahead, because I was curious if you found in your work, if there Um, are universally easier or more difficult aspects of the three M's for your clients and students, because for many, I'm curious, because it's, you know, as an actor specifically that so much is about the business and the marketing of yourself and and not the doing of your craft.
1: Yeah. And I, and actually when you say it that way, it makes me realize, you know, like the sales part of it is, is really also the, is also accepting your product knowing your product loving your product whatever that is whether it's you personally whether it's a product you know like a copper you know uh, whether it's a course or a car or whatever it is you've got to you've got to love that product and have a reason that you want to share it with the world and as an actor Um, It's their craft. It's their ability to tell stories, to create emotion in people who are watching in their audience. And when it's whatever business it is, it's it's about packaging, marketing, and selling your product in a way that other people can understand what it is and that they can understand the benefit of it. And you must, I, you know, I personally prefer products that are making a difference in the world, but I mean, I got, I got stuff that doesn't really make a difference, you know, in the world.
0: (laughs) But it doesn't make you happy. It made me happy. That makes a difference.
1: Darn you're good, Barbara.
0: (laughs) I guess everything doesn't have to be
1: humanitarian. (laughs) Yeah, it did make me happy. And then the uh the mastery, the marketing, and the mindset. And I think mindset kind of plays into every single thing you do in life. You really gotta believe in yourself and love yourself and and have a positive, a positive experience of yourself on this planet and figure out how you can do the things you love. And I feel it's try to do it in a way that you're giving back to the world. You're not just taking, 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 taking. But in my life, I try to create win-win scenarios for everybody, for everything. And everything I do is a win-win. So if I'm creating a course that's going to help somebody, one, the course is going to help people. Two, I'm going to be able to live a wonderful lifestyle because I'm creating it and selling it. Three, the person who takes it is going to be able to increase the success rate of what they're doing. Four, they get to pass that on to other people and encourage other people to live their dreams and their lives. Five, it's a platform I get to bring in coaches and teachers and other people who get to build their businesses. Uh, you know, it just goes on and on and on. The win-win for me is how how can I, how can I maximize the success for everybody else involved? And uh, I, just, I didn't even know that that was my number one goal in life, but it really, it really is. How can I help everybody become successful in their way?
0: What's the hardest part of that for most of your clients, students? People
1: who don't want to take action on their goals, people who want to find excuses. I I, I always say I was married to a, a wonderful guy. I tell you, he was so great. And so many of my dreams came true living with him. He's a music producer and and I was a singer and, and together we did 65 records and I've had a lot of success as a singer and tremendously talented guy. But I swear to God, in his personal life, if he has a problem and you give him a solution he will find eight more problems, eight more problems. You give him eight more solutions, he got 96 more problems. It's like some people would rather find problems than solutions. And as a coach, I find that the number one thing I come up against is resistance, mm-hmm. mostly because of their self-esteem, their self-sabotaging. They are, they have, you know, subliminal, what is it called? The Subconscious programming in there that they they're not good enough they don't deserve success they're not worthy and that stuff just raises its ugly head at every turn and I think in life your goal is oh God there it is there it is let me override that because I have somewhere I'm trying to go so that thought I got to delete that thought I got to reprogram that thinking and then keep taking action and I think that the biggest problem most people have is that they don't work through their blocks they don't push past fears, push past limiting stuff and they tend to uh it's they take the easier route they feel like it's an easier route they just don't keep pushing but i don't think that's the easier route i think you end up in a place that it's not really where you dream of being mm-hmm. and you live in a space of mind and, and 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 your life in in not your ideal highest possibility and that's not comfortable so that's that's not easy It's not easy to live in a space where you know you could be more, you could do more, you are
0: capable of more, but you haven't fought for yourself the way that you need to. So I think- How do you help people fight through the resistance? Because it is such a, I I encounter it all the time in my work as well. I think we all do.
1: You know, for me, how do I fight? To fight past it. Well, listen, some people are willing to fight past it and some people are not. And I think the hardest part for me has been a- you know, learning Barbara, how to let go of, of the people that are not going to fight for themselves. You know, mm-hmm. I can't be spending all of my time fighting for someone who's not willing to do their part in the fight. So I,
0: it was, yeah, really- how did you get to that as a coach? Cause that too, I can relate to. And I always think of Tim Gunn's phrase uh, from, um, project runway. I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> but he's like, I can't want it more than you do. Yeah.
1: that's that's exactly right. Uh, it took therapy. And I got to be honest. I mean, I was getting so frustrated because I work with, I work with hundreds of thousands of, you know, actors and I work in my school or in the platforms that I work with. I'm always talking to actors and not just them, but people that want to have businesses and, and you're I was passionate
0: trying- and it's your life's cause. So it's really hard to let go when you it's see, because really, really, you yeah. see the greatness in somebody else. Yeah. And you're like, just just step through the scary, what appears to be the scary portal to the other side. Yeah. And it's hard when you can see it and, but somebody can't see it for themselves and to have to, it is a hard thing. Cause it's like, you can't walk it for them. They have to go on their own path. It's hard.
1: It's hard. And it was very upsetting to me in the beginning mm-hmm. I used to get angry about it. I'm like, don't die with your music still in you. Live your full <laughs> potential. Come on, you know? But I had to go to therapy mm-hmm. and my therapist, she's a life coach actually, but she said, um, you're the train and you carry the message you carry the product the information the coaching the lifestyle you give the information the support the guidance you help and you're the train and you can't control whether people get on or off your train you can't make them stay on it you can't make them go all the way you know go the distance Uh, and you can't get mad at them and get angry at them if they choose to get off and do something else like you can just provide the vehicle and um That took a lot, that took a couple of years to finally, I was getting so upset with actors and not just that, but anybody who doesn't want to become their best version of themselves. That's like my, I I will like, don't, I can't deal with that. (laughs) But that's probably why I'm such a good coach, you know, because that's not an option to me. It's like, you are capable of more, you are worthy of more and get off your butt and get out there and do more. And even if we have to do it one step at a time, I will do it with you, but you've got to do it. And if you're not willing to do it, then I'm going to move on to somebody who is. And that's the, that's the growth that it took me as a coach to come to that spot without even being, you know, really angry anymore about it. It's like, you know what? Life's short. There are people out there that want to succeed, that want to explore, explore who they are, that want to become more. And if you're not really committed to that, then I'm going to move on to someone who
0: is. So what does it mean to take contrary action?
1: I love that phrase. Contrary action is when you do the exact opposite of what your, you know, your fear is telling you to do. So let's oh. say, yeah, like like let's say you're at a, a meeting and you wanna, you would like to pitch, crawl
0: under the desk. <laughs> you wanna
1: crawl <laughs> under the desk. You, you take a contrary action and you raise your hand and you speak anyway. And it's the confidence that comes from that. It's the courage is built after you take the action. Right, Barbara? So it's not like you're gonna sit around and wait for the courage to come and then you're gonna do it. It's not how it comes. You do the thing you're scared of, it gives you some strength. You do the thing again you're scared of, you build some more courage, some more strength. And pretty soon you've done the thing you're scared of so many times it's not scary anymore. But the next thing you're gonna do that's new, you're gonna be scared again. So if you develop the habit of taking contrary action every time you're faced with a new wall, a new fear, then you can push yourself out on the other side of that. And it's like, oh my God, I didn't die. <laughs> I survived. It really wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. And I'm actually getting some of the results I want. So let me keep pushing. And that's kind of my belief I wrote a book about it, you know. And contrary action changed my life completely. I, I take it all the
0: time. It okay, works. I'm so in love with this. Would, would you indulge me? Could we actually do this as an exercise right now? Mm-hmm. Just to, uh, you're blowing my mind walking through literally to help people understand how to identify to the check-in process of to responding to the either physical and emotional things that are going on that that is the fear response so that they know what that is because I want to know how do you actually do it's one thing to say this is what you need to do but would you mind walking me through how to actually do it so I'm in that meeting and I'm quaking in my boots I might even have a slight lip quiver going (laughs) it's one of my telltale signs anyway keep going
1: Well, I teach Mm -hmm. people not to wait until that moment to actually start walking through stuff. Like don't wait until you're in the biggest, most important meeting of your entire life to try to practice contrary action and then hope that that works. No, you've got to build that skill and build that muscle. So we're going to start in a smaller, a smaller capacity, a less, uh, I won't say less important because every time you work on it, it's important, but uh, with less stakes You know, so if let's say it's an actor, I'm gonna take them because I work with them all the time and they're afraid to get up in front of people. They're afraid to be vulnerable, afraid to open up themselves, you know, who they are in front of other people. I'm gonna say, start small, you're in an elevator, turn to the person next to you and say, hello. You're at a restaurant and you're talking to your waitress, you know, ask them how their day was, or you meet someone at an event and you actually walk up to someone you don't know and say, you know, hello, you know, do you come here? This this is an event you've been to before. What, What brings you here? But start to break through your fears in areas where it's not big stakes. You're not talking to the president of NBC, you know, and you start building that ability in smaller areas until you get, you know, you can build up to some of the bigger things. I mean, you don't go right out and pitch your idea to Fox television if you don't even know, you can't even find the courage to talk to your neighbor. So, I mean, I I think, you you know, you build it slowly over time. And that is what brings, you know, that that transforms your life because it doesn't, it's not just something you do once. It's something that you've now in the habit of doing you're, you're used to doing it. And I also recommend people do things, get therapy, go to Toastmasters, you know, join a Kiwanis club or an Alliance club, do something in your community, but do things you've never done before, because there's a saying, which I'm sure you've heard of Barbara. It's, you know, if you want something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. And if you keep doing the same thing that you're doing over and over and over, you're going to get the same results. So I, I teach people the lifestyle, your whole life has to change. You have to constantly be willing to try things you've never tried, do things you've never done. And that also bumps up against failure and the fear mm-hmm. of failure, which is a, you know, a massive block for people they're always afraid to fail they they're afraid to take a chance or to try something because if they fail oh my god what happens what if but failure and i teach this constantly is is part of success and i use examples that are easy to understand i mean i teach people the example like walking that's a, everybody can relate to well here if you're born with legs everyone can relate to walking and when you see a baby walking for the first few times it's like pete that's a milestone for people it's like oh my god i don't want to miss their first step and they get upset when they're at work and miss the first step and, and the world around you when you're a baby and you take your first step it's like everyone cheers you on yes you took your first step oh my god it's amazing and you know you know if the baby fell you wouldn't go uh, that's not a walker that <laughs> that's that kid's never gonna walk <laughs> don't even bother trying they're just gonna fail they're gonna fall again next time so let's just give up walking it's not really an option and and that's what people do in in life with all of their goals when they fail they consider quitting and if you're going to walk you're never going to consider quitting that's not how you succeed at anything so there's no difference whether it's in business or sales or relationships or your product or your as an actor it doesn't matter you have to think of it like walking takes failing And then finding your balance until you learn to walk with a stride, till you can skip, run, uh, you know, till you become excellent at it. You can skateboard and roller skate and all of that stems from walking. So whatever goal you have, there's no quitting. Quitting is not part of the equation of succeeding. And I think sometimes you just have to be reminded of that over and over and over so that you keep taking action in the direction you're trying to go. When you start getting away from the mentality of, look, look quitting is not an option and you get around people that think quitting is an option, that'll tear you down. So you mm-hmm. got to put yourself constantly in the right mind space every day. Choose to be in the right mind space. Maybe you, you read some subliminal, you listen to some subliminal messages the night before you get up in the morning, you do some affirmations, you listen to some kind of empowering thing on the radio. You, you know, you work with other people who also, Have a positive mindset and are achieving and reaching and striving for something great and you keep choosing throughout the day to be powerful to be to overcome your fears to try a different action and that becomes the lifestyle and that's what you got to develop it's not a one-off thing
0: oh that's beautiful it takes a lot of courage which is another way to look at because it takes the courage you know to shed that skin it also, I was going to say too, because I had to come to this on the marketing side is one you're getting data, like their metrics, but it, but this was it's a classic. It happens to me with my clients, but it happened to me too. I did it once and it didn't work. Ergo, it failed. I don't want to try that again. And when you actually meet people who are good at marketing, they're like, wait, you did it once. We would call that like a beta test. Like mm. that's not, that doesn't even count. That's, a, and then you start to understand that, you know, averages of the idea. It's like in any other process, it's like you, you don't pitch to one, you pitch to many. And, and, yeah. then, and, and then by the way, it didn't mean it failed. You got really good feedback to explain how to do it better the next time. Absolutely. That's the whole, that's the whole key of sales and marketing. And, and
1: you look at the metrics, you look at the data, you look at, you know, okay, I'm trying this. Does that work? Well, let me try it this way. Oh, this way, in this way, in this way. Oh, okay. This works. Okay. We'll adopt that habit next. And you just keep adjusting. Failure is not an option. I just don't even believe in that, but I'll tell you.
0: I don't either. It's funny. Cause I've been on Ben Currier, who hosts the failure guy um, podcast. And I've been on his podcast and he's been on mine. And, and I was, and I was like, Ben, I don't mean to be that obnoxious person who comes on your podcast and says, I don't believe in failure, but I don't believe in failure.
1: I, I'm with you, Barbara. I don't either. Failure is a cop-out. Like, but there i understand there are some people that will choose to fail that's just it and there are like if you look at any any group of people there will be some people who are weak and some people who are strong and there'll be people in the middle who want to become stronger and will work towards that and there are some people that will not and and that's going to happen in every group and i don't think we can expect 100% results you talk to a hundred people and all of them are going to achieve the thing they want to achieve. I, I just don't believe that as a, you know, I think that some coaches have a higher success rate. And I think maybe they pull the type of people that are willing to go further than others. And, but I still think no matter what, even if you have an 80% success rate, you're always going to have people that are not willing to go the distance. They just, they just are not willing to overcome what's stopping them. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I can't, fixate on those people especially if they're choosing it you know I I think for me when I was growing up getting out of anything that was holding me back was my number one priority and nobody programmed that into me that was an internal drive and it doesn't mean I had the answers but I had that drive and that drive has led me to find the resources, to put myself into situations that I can grow from, to be willing to keep going, to keep expanding who I am, to keep trying to make change in the world by helping people and creating opportunities for people to grow. And I have that inside me. It's, it's a switch that was on. So it's, thank God it's always been on in my life. Otherwise, and, I, and I've and i said it before, when I was a kid, I had this friend who was so loving and sweet and I had her for years, I think since I was like 11 years old. And by the time we got to high school and I was a senior, I'd had asked her like, what are you planning on doing with your life? And she said, yeah, I don't really have any goals. And I heard that and I was like, I gotta get the hell away from you like, right now. Uh, I can't be around people that don't have goals. I can't be around the whole, any kind of concept like that that's going to keep me stuck wherever you're going to get stuck and I'm not going there with you. So I'm out of here. And I, I, I ended that friendship that day, that day. And I, I feel like it was, it was a hard thing it was sad. You know, I did it anyway, but I mean, I never went back. I never even looked back and I sat right next to her in high school for the whole rest of senior year. But she, to me, was a dead end. She, to me, was the epitome of not having curiosity, not willing to overcome her fears, not willing to become more than she was. And I would never want to be around that because that's not who I am. So I think some part of curiosity and desire and willingness to become more has to be in there. There has to be in there. And people can fan it and they can you know, uh, encourage it and encourage you to tap into it, but you've got to have it inside you. And if you don't, I don't, you know, pulling someone who doesn't want to go is a waste of energy, in my opinion. You can help 100,000 more people who do want to go and then they can make impact and change and difference in the world, rather than spending all your energy on some one person that's not willing to move. And you could have helped 100 people move who are then going to create more movement. So I had to learn to, to let,
0: goodbye. <laughs> Brene Brown talks about that in, I can't, I can't remember which of the books, Um, but because that was, she had a hard time with that. And it was actually doing a, some kind of training with military leaders. It's like a oh. general, a colonel finally said to her, yeah, sometimes you gotta know when to kick the can or kick the rock.
1: Meaning, you gotta
0: know when to fold up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but that's hard as a coach when you're so believe in the potential of other people. But as you we were talking, I started to wonder. So, how did you transition from your music career and being a singer, and to and and to knowing how to process that, and 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 you know, hone in and develop on these innate skills that you had, and then Absolutely. to be where we are today. <laughs>
1: accidentally I think just continuing to follow my inner voice and can you that's an interesting question I I was uh, singing was all that I wanted to do in my life at that time and I had a terrible 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 stage fright since I was a little kid there was no way I would get up and sing in front of any living soul not even a parent nobody and I used to sing in the privacy of my bedroom (laughs) and in the house when everybody was gone but my dream was to sing and to make records and I, like I said, I had that thing inside me that's like, well, then you're gonna overcome that. And I don't care what you have to do, you're going to overcome that. And I I started taking seminars like EST, and uh, you know, it's called the Forum now, but uh, Sterling Institute's Women, Sex and Power. I took um, insight seminars, transformational seminars, and I did any kind of thing. I went to therapy and I was like, we're gonna get rid of this fear of singing in front of people. Cause how are you ever gonna achieve your goal if you don't get rid of it? And slowly over time, I banged that. I banged on that until it went away. And I kept, and that by taking the contrary action, I didn't even have a name for that. It's just like, you know, I was scared to sing in front of people. We're going to do it anyway. I'm scared to go sing in that karaoke booth. Going to do it anyway. I'm scared to show up and audition for that. Going to do it anyway. I'm scared to stand in front of a group of people and talk. I'm going to do it anyway. And that's when I looked back at my life and said, oh my God, I've been applying contrary action all my life. That's how you make the leap from fear and where you were to where you are today. It's like, look, I've been applying what I'm teaching all along, all along. And now I got to a point where I'd sung on over 65 CDs. I'd sung with like great people. I mean, Little Richard and Michael McDonald and sung with like people I admire, Candy Dolphin and just great artists. And then one day I woke up and I had no interest in singing whatsoever no interest, no desire, no need. And I, I, I went through like, a, for shock, complete shock, because that was my entire identity. And I thought, oh my God, I, I don't even know, what is that, how is this even possible? Because my, my place of being inside my headset, singing and being creative and hearing my voice and playing with music, that was the place I loved to live the most. And now I all of a sudden, I don't want to hear my voice at all. No more singing. So I thought, I don't even know what I'm going to do with myself. So it went through some interesting little changes. I went to work at an interior design firm because I love art. I love design. I love all of that luxury, luxury elements. And I married the guy that I went to work for. And he and I were married for 16 years. And I was surrounded with that kind of interior design. And I I talked to a friend of mine and I was like, she, I said, you know, we were selling antiques and we we're doing all kinds of things. And she said, um, why don't you figure out what you're really, really good at and create a business around that? And I thought, huh, that's a good idea, because I've I'd been investing my time in my husband's business and, you know, fun things and community service and all this other stuff. And I said, well, let me figure out what I'm what do I love the most? I love um, empowering people. I love artists. I love creatives. I love helping actors. I love helping singers. I know how to get from fear to to doing it. So I'm going to I'm going to learn how to be a manager and I'm going to learn how to be an agent and I'm going to help people, other people succeed in this business. Other people who maybe are scared and too afraid to take chances but just need the power and the information and the guidance and somebody who can give you a kick in the butt and say let's go, we can do this. Somebody who could be the me to them. What I have for them so that's when I started working at an agency and I started working as an assistant learning everything about being an agent learning about and then I became a music agent because that was the I'm, I know the music business so I became a music agent we had the four tops and we had Denise Williams and we had all these other great stars and great performers and then I said you know what I don't really want to work in the music business anymore not even not even if I'm not singing I'm done with the music business and I turned my attention to actors. And at that time, my interest was biracial kids. I'm like, I'm going to be what I would have loved to have had when I was a kid, the person I didn't ever have as a kid. I'm going to be that for all these biracial kids. So I signed all these biracial kids and my goal was to get them on television and films and commercials. And I would find them all over the country, and I'd work with their parents, and I'd get them agents, and I'd get them on television. And then I expanded to adults, and then all races. (laughs) And then I came to a point where I realized that so many people are operating in the business blind. They like literally have no idea what they're doing. And I didn't know anything about this. I discovered it. Because they, as a manager, as an agent, they send you their materials and they say, hey, I'm looking for a representation. And you look at it and you go, what on earth are you sending me? This isn't even spelled right. This isn't a good picture of you. This is not good marketing. I mean, if you think I'm going to invest my time in this, you have another thing coming. You know, you you don't even understand what you're doing. Hold on a minute. And then I opened my YouTube channel, not because I wanted to become a YouTuber, but because I needed to get the information out there. And I'm like, Listen, you guys, if you're trying to get into this business and you're submitting to managers like me, you have got to understand what you're doing and you've got to know what you're doing wrong because what you're doing wrong is going to keep you from moving ahead. So let me tell you this. Don't do this, 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 and this. Instead, do this, 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 and this. Okay, and then I go back to my job, which was managing actors. And I kept a, a, a Word document open on my desktop. And every time an actor said something stupid, seriously, that's how I think of it, what the heck stupid comment is that? <sighs> and I would write in my PDF of the, it was a word document at the time. You know, when you're pitching yourself for an a, an, a, an, a, an Asian manager, you have to include links to your demo reels. How can somebody decide if they want to represent you if you didn't even send a clip of your acting? I mean, really, how are you going to ask somebody to get on your team and fight for your career when we can't, you're not even sending a link to your acting. So, I'm really passionate about people not sabotaging themselves. And especially if it's just a matter of information, I'm going to give you the information. And then I'm going to try to fight for you to help you do it. And then if you do it and keep doing it, we're going to get some success. So I created that that document. I turned it into a PDF and I didn't sell anything. I just, anytime somebody came to me and said, look, I, I want to be an actor. And I saw mistakes. I would just send them that PDF for free. I said, here you go. Here's what you need to know. Do these things and you're gonna get a lot further in your career, okay? And I never even checked back to see if they did them. Just like do these things and then move on. And then I do my YouTube videos and pretty soon I had 100,000 subscribers. And all of these people are asking questions. Wendy, thanks for your video. You can't believe how much this is changing my life and inspiring me. Can you tell me what I should do about this, 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 this? I was like, holy cow, I can't keep up with all of these questions. Um, what can I do? I I don't even know what I can. I'm going to create a Facebook group. I'm going to create a Facebook group and I'm going to ask other managers that I know and other agents to come in and help me answer these questions. So I started this Facebook group and then I went to my friend, Susan Ferris, who's a manager. And I said, can you, can you join me in this group and really help me to answer some of these questions? And she's like, sure. And I asked 150 agents and managers and casting directors. And I said, listen, you guys And here's my win-win philosophy again. You guys are going to have better prepared actors if they understand what they're doing. They're going to submit better materials. They're going to be stronger performers. They're going to have better training. They're going to be better clients for you. So could you just volunteer like 10 minutes of your time every week, hop into the group, and when you see questions, just answer them. And they were like, sure, Wendy. So I had 150 agents and managers, and the group grew to 113, what is it now, 108 or 9,000 actors. That had never been done before, but I didn't do it because I was like, I'm going to do something that had never been done before.
0: Problem, (laughs) solution, need, deliver, amazing.
1: That's it. Problem, solution, problem, solution. And as you go along, you you start to see, oh, here's a problem. You could give all this information in the world. and Some of these people are going to never do it. Uh, You're having a hard time dealing with that. Got to find a solution for that because you're starting to get a little bitchy. So I'm going to go to therapy and deal with that, overcame that problem and, and learn to focus on what I can control, which mm-hmm. is creating more content, helping more people who want help, creating more solutions. And I think that is basically I'm just teaching people to do what I did. At this point now, I have a multi million dollar business. I help thousands of people. I have a successful YouTube channel with over 100,000 subscribers, a successful Facebook group with over 100,000. I've got maybe, I don't know, 50, 60,000 on Instagram and meaning I have a reach. I have influence and I can help more people. And I am a nomad. I can work from anywhere in the world and I make more than enough money to live anywhere in the planet. And that's the freedom that I wanted for my own life, living a life of purpose, affording the luxury of the life I want, and helping people every day of my life become more than they're, they even knew they were capable of being. So I feel like really blessed and grateful for all of that.
0: Wendy, you've completely made my day. I could talk to you forever. I could listen to you forever. Thanks, um, I hope you will come back to the podcast one of these Thanks, days. Honey. That Thank was inc- incredible. And I'll put links to everything in the episode notes. So for everyone listening, you will be sure to know how to get in touch with Wendy. And is your Facebook group still open? for people to join?
1: Yep, it's called Talent Managers for Actors and you can just find it on Facebook and join it. And if you wanna train with me privately at the Hollywood Winter Circle Academy, uh, you can come and become a student there and I work with you every single week and for 52 weeks and I'm going to speak with you every week and teach you in a group setting, everything is online how to build your career and how to build your business and how to build your mindset and your power, your strength, your confidence, your marketing. And I brought in a lot of other amazing coaches to work with me and people like you, Barbara, who've come and taught and shared your expertise. So they're getting like a really good mentorship there. It's extremely affordable and they get about, I think it's a hundred and no, maybe 300 classes a year they have access to. So it's a pretty powerful community and we have a lot of successful people coming out of it. And then, of course, you can listen to my podcast or keep watching my videos on YouTube. And if you have any questions, I'm always available and I'm happy to help anybody any way I
0: can. I love that you just introduced a fourth M, which is mentor or mentorship. So thanks for the fourth M. And I wanna thank you for listening to Camera Ready and Able, picking up on what Wendy said. If you have any questions for me, please don't hesitate to shoot me a note via my website, ableintermedia.com, or reach out about uh, career strategies and tapping into your own greatness. And be sure to download my free ebook, 12 Tips for Success on Camera. And as always, please be sure to hit the subscribe button if you haven't already.